And this is Bourbon Time. Who are you? Big Ed. And the bass man. And you're listening to Underground Operations. If you happen to have kids or even know someone who does, I highly recommend the new musical children's picture books by Emma Pinnell Music. Emma is an author and musician of over 20 years dedicated to emotional understanding for kids and adults. Her books, Gentle Dragons, Healing and Dealing with Emotions and Feelings, and also Queen Tween the Cat, A Story of Gratitude, Compassionate Attitude. Both are themed around assisting children develop healthy emotional habits and positive attitudes towards life and others. Emma also includes full-color captivating illustrations, also completely done by her on every page. Find these books available on Amazon in print or ebook, or visit her personal website, www.emmapanil.com. That's www.emmapanil.com. Panil is spelled P-A-U-N-I-L dot com. somebody on stage or on TV or whatever, you know, could you oh, narrow down who that influence would be? Totally. Uh, our biggest influences, man, growing up uh, has always been uh, Pantera, anything Dimebag, anything, anything to do with, uh, obviously with uh, Roots for us, being from where we're from, uh, it, it takes us a little, little extra to another level. With uh, with that, so that's been a huge inspiration for us, and still is to this day. Uh, those guys, so 
that's probably our biggest one. Uh, and, you know, old school country, of course, uh, all the good stuff, the, the, the Waylon and Lily and George and even further back to Hank Senior, all, all of the essential country stuff has, has played a big part. Uh, of course, Leonard Skinner and classic rock uh, have uh, left a huge imprint on, on both me and Reverend before we even became buddies in our childhoods. That's, those were things like staples in our lives, but all, all of those things. So we, we kind of have the same influences a lot. And, uh, you know, over the years, our influences have changed, uh, or not changed, uh, I guess grown, I would say, because a lot of our peers are our influences too, like J.D. Pincus from Butthole Surfers and Melvin's, uh, he's a huge influence on us and not just as musicians, but as people. And, uh, we took a lot of that from Diamond Benny too, uh, so yeah, man, those are the those are the uh, the roots right there, and then we're kind of into all all music, man. Anything that makes you move, we we dig it. So, so you you and the Reverend aren't brothers, because I kind of thought you were. Oh yeah, man, totally. Yeah, <laughs> we're all we're into all kinds of shit, man. We, me and Reverend both uh, have an open mind and open ears to to all kinds of music and most a lot of a lot of those influences we take things from it. We we like to make things our own, of course, but uh yeah, those those things the roots of us come from music and, and the love of music. So we're all over the map with with what we're into. You really are. Like yeah. the country, the country metal thing, how did that come about? You know, we didn't even, uh, that was something we didn't plan on. We just started writing music together, and when we like it, we like it. And uh, I think all of our albums are pretty diverse uh, all over the map with the genres and styles of, of songs and music. But, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of just write what we feel and what we like and, and then rewrite it until... Ten times if, until we're really happy with it, you know, and get what we want out of it. Uh, most, all the songs that we write are, are, you know, we write them for us, uh, and we we write them to get that feeling, that high off of it, because that's what fuels us, and you know, that's what makes our souls happy. We're just fortunate enough that uh, other people dig it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell by our albums that. Uh, that we kind of touch on all kinds of different aspects of music, and and uh, none of that was intentional. The the country heavy metal stuff is just kind of who we are, uh, I think, and that shows through our music. We never sought out to to be like we're gonna write this style of music, or or even uh, this album is gonna have this kind of vibe. We didn't uh, we didn't do that in the beginning. We certainly I think. We're just now starting to do the whole album thing where we're like, we want the album to have a certain vibe. You know, we've been doing that the last few years. But uh, as far as writing goes, the heavy metal honky-tonks just kind of comes out of us. We can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't make sense to either one of us still. We still don't understand it. We just kind of go, 
go with what what we like and hope people dig it. <laughs> I, I wish think I had people, a better better answer for that, but yeah. I think people do. I know I do. Yeah. Well, yeah. well since it is my show, we're we're going to talk about some of the songs I like the most. <laughs> right just, we can just yeah. touch. <laughs> Please tell me that Wookie Wookie Pussy was a was a true story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, you know, life happens. It happens, right? I, and sometimes the only thing you can do is to write a fucking song about it. You know what I mean? That's all I'm going to say about it, about that. But I will tell you that that song was meant to be, uh, of course, the lyrics were not, but the, the song itself was meant to be more of a serious song. <laughs> so, we were uh, we were right we were in the jam room coming up with shit just working you know just jamming around working uh, on riffs and and any kind of ideas we had and we were really wanted to focus on like a a, a serious uh, like a heartfelt song like a really serious heartfelt song and uh, we had some stuff and we kept working on it we just weren't happy with it and we started to get frustrated so instead of uh, you know, beating ourselves to death or whatever. We uh we were sitting there just kinda of bullshitting and Reverend came up and he just blurted out the first line of that song. And we <laughs> chuckled for a while and then uh next thing you know, the lyrics just started flowing out of me and the wookie noise happened and uh it was a you know, the whole thing. So no, no serious song, just a seriously messed up one. <laughs> but there are some, uh, there are some real references in that song that uh, life has chosen to to pick me and and uh, you know, I'm gonna leave it that. <laughs> that. That song is it's one we. We can't get away from, you know, we have to play it for people as much as we're like, God damn, what a, the worst song we ever wrote, but uh, what the hell are you going to do, right? Ray Wiley Hubbard told, told us one time, he said, oh, you know, just play on hating that song for the rest of your life, but uh, know what it's done for you, so you have a new respect for it, but yeah, it's a, it's a crowd favorite. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what about, I really like one more day. Is that? Oh hell yeah, right on, man. That's a that's a special one for us too. That's just all about our our life right there. Um, most of the songs that we write are, you know, uh, basically biographies of our our history and our shit that we've been through together and stuff. And that, that, that one right there says it all. That's a good one, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Glad to dig that one. Uh, oh, man. We, we started writing that song, and it was it was one of those things like you just write what you know, you know? And, yeah. Shit, man. And 16 years of doing this and we're still still living true to that song too so another day one more day man what about a uh, hate and whiskey oh yeah that's, 
That's a good one, man. That's not ours, actually. That's a, oh, it isn't? Yeah, that's Nashville Pussy song. Uh, <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. It, uh, uh, Blaine was just on the show. Blaine and Scott Lou Allen from Nine Pound Hammer. <laughs> they were just on oh, the yeah, show. Man. Oh, yeah. Good dude. Good dude. Yeah, we love Blaine and Ryder and, and all of them. They're, they're super good friends. And, uh, you know, we uh, we really love love their music and, and they're just great people we've done gotten to hang out with them play shows with them a bunch of times and Blaine's come up and done that one with us live uh at, at the Earl in Atlanta one time that was, that was good that was a hoot but uh I'm, yeah we asked him and Ryder we said hey is it cool if we cover this song and they said yeah fuck fuck yeah and, and then we asked them you know well we kind of want to uh, lay it down if that's cool with y'all and they, they said yeah no problem man. you know we, of course uh, all the rights go to them for that but they lo- they actually love the way that we play it too so that that makes it feel even better because we kind of amped it up for acoustics we got it a little faster so good shit man that's a good one yeah we make it our own <laughs> yeah I didn't realize that that was Nashville pussy at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Any time we play it live, I always say uh, we sold this song fair and square for some good friends of ours, uh, and then we you know cut into the song and and uh, at the end I always say hell yeah, it's Nashville pussy. You know that uh, they give us when they play it live, they they always say something about us too now, which is pretty cool. So. Yeah, the mutual love of the song and two different kind of takes on it. So, well, we uh, check out their version is pretty badass. So, the yeah, original. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I sure did. I sure did not realize that, that was Nashville Pussy. So I thought I was pretty yeah. pretty well known with Nashville Pussy because I love those guys. And I did yeah. not catch that. <laughs> and Nine Pound yeah. Hammer, which was Blaine's earlier one of Blaine's earlier bands. I don't know if you yeah. knew. Uh, and they, and last year, I wore, I did some session work for a guy, for a guy named Buckshot George, and we c- covered "Stranded Outside of Tater Dog," which was a nine pound hammer song. And we, we had to we had to ask Blaine. He was like, "Sure, <laughs> can we, oh, yeah. can we cover that?" <laughs> and it was, yeah, he was just like, "Sure, go, <laughs> knock it out." Yeah, yeah, he's cool, dude, man. Oh, Blaine's a good good guy. We've, we've known him for many years now and our other band that we're in black eyes a million uh we also did a, a version of that same song in that band and uh gary Lindsay uh from ass jack is the lead vocals in that band and kind of the orchestrator of the whole whole system that is that band but uh we we covered that version of, and we also recorded it and laid it down on our I believe it's our first album release uh, on Black Eyed Vermillion too. So we're kind of all over the map with that one. Yeah, I've been hating whiskey's a freaking favorite one of ours to play because it's so much fun. <laughs> Get the crowd going and shit. But yeah, good one, man. Much love and respect to, to Blaine and Ryder for letting us uh, steal it from them. <laughs> well, wasn't Ash Jack Hank Three's band? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, okay, good. Yeah. And, yeah. and Joe Buck yourself, right. <laughs> who, was just, right. who was just on last week. <laughs> right, yeah, Jim, Joe's a good friend of ours, Joe Buck, a buddy of ours, too. And, and uh, him and Gary actually started the, the Black Had the Million Project while they were on the bus with Sheldon and uh, just joking, just kind of, goof, not joking, but goofing around playing instruments, but then they kind of took it to another level and started uh, actually writing some really cool shit. And then Joe Buck introduced us to Gary, uh, and we played some shows, and then Joe Buck told him, told Gary, that uh, these are the two guys that you need for your band. So we've been in that band for, I think it's 12 years, 13 years, 14 years now? 14 years. So, yeah, good shit, man. Joe Buck's solid dude. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Blaine and them, too. It's all a big family, man. It's good shit. Right on. Do you have a a favorite show you can narrow down with a cool story behind it? Elaborate on Oh, man. I, well, all of our shows are our favorite shows just because we get to play, <laughs> especially this day and age. Uh one sticks out of my mind all the time, man, and that's the fucking Bakken 2017 in Germany. That that show, I, I still wake up thinking, did that really happen? Because <laughs> it was fucking epic shit, man. Uh, I don't know how many people we played in front of, but I wore sunglasses the whole time. Cause, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the coolest part about that thing was getting to be a part of of that festival that's been around for 30 years now, I think, so maybe 32 or something years. And uh, being able to be a part of that whole thing was really rad, and they took excellent care of us. One of my favorite parts of that whole incident was when we pulled up, you know, they shuttled us over from the artist area, which... We never had to deal with that before, so that was a fucking killer. But uh, they got us over behind the stage, and the stage manager comes out, and he's like, hey, man, are you ready? I think think they're ready for you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, man, we're, we're stoked. To, hopefully they dig us. And uh, as soon as I said that, the crowd started chanting whiskey dig. Oh, and, wow. Uh, I, I don't even know. It was in the... That was uh that day was a hundred plus thousand people in in the event, so I don't and we were the only band on at the time, so I assume most of them showed up by the time we got done playing. But when that happened I was like, Oh shit, they started chanting and I looked at the stage manager and I said, uh I said, Oh shit, they know who we are. <laughs> we can't fuck up now. <laughs> <laughs> As much as we're out there and kill it with one, one fucking just hell of a time, man. Uh, it was it was amazing. So still flying high off that, and and uh, that was 2017, man. So uh, that was definitely one of my personal favorite shows. Uh, as far as Reverend goes, I'm sure he has some. You know, there's so many, so many uh, really awesome experiences it's hard to pinpoint but that one was pretty fucking righteous <laughs> so you you've played all you've played overseas and everything you played what oh yeah man we 
this uh, 2020 uh, was supposed to be our seventh uh, year tour over there. Uh, and we had to cancel that, obviously. Uh, yeah. Everybody else. But, uh, yeah, we've been over there a bunch. We've got, we've gotten, gotten to where we, we've got our spots now, just like we do in the States with our, our friends, uh, that, that our friends that put festivals on, like Broken Fest and, and Krimper Heidi, Germany, which is right outside where they do boxes. Uh, we've got our, our friends all over the place in England and, and Europe and Spain. So we've, we've kind of been hitting it over there real hard when we could. And then, you know, here lately, uh, things haven't been able to get over there, but we, we've actually got a, uh, we're doing a live, uh, it's a pre-recorded set, but we're doing a live stream festival this weekend, uh, for the Europe people over there. It's called Roots in the Jar, uh, festival. And there's a Facebook event for all three days. And, uh, we've done all of them so far. I think this is the fifth one. And it gives the chance for people over there to see the artists over here since we can't really get over there right now. It's a tough. So, uh, that's the best way for us to reach out to them. So, yeah, we try to keep in touch with all our Europe family. And, and now that things are getting a little, a little bit more normal here in the States, we're, uh, Getting back out and doing some shit, so we're stoked about that, man. It's, our souls really needed that. I tell you. So, when is the date on the Roots in the Jar Festival? Uh, that'll be Saturday, and our set is, uh, I believe it. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you the exact time because it's uh, so many time zones here. <laughs> right. Uh, I want to make sure I give you the right time zone that you can log into everything. So we're all right, so we're uh, 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Okay. So, and that's this Saturday, the 19th. That's this, yep, that's this Saturday. That'd be our set. It's, it's, like I said, ours is a pre-recorded one because we'll be out on tour with Rizzo. So, uh, yeah, so we do that. Uh, we've done like, I think this is the fifth one. So that helps keep us in touch with all our, our folks over there and overseas. Uh, well, I hope I, hopefully some of my European listeners, which I do have. Right on. <laughs> surprisingly right enough, on. I do, I do have a European listeners yeah. and Australian yeah. listeners, Norwegian. Right. <laughs> yeah, good people all over the world, man. Good shit. You know, I'll definitely post this on on the Facebook page and discussion group. And if there's a flyer, I'll put it on Instagram. Do all do, yeah, everything, I do everything I can do to help within my power, anyway. I appreciate that. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I can shoot you the uh, the flyer. Uh, I'm actually I just locked in uh, another date for the flyer, so I'm gonna be updating it whenever we get off the horn here, and uh, I'll shoot it over to you the updated one. So you can have it, and uh, anything else you need on my end like that stuff, I really appreciate you uh, helping push it. So you know, that's what that's what this show's about, man. It's oh yeah, bringing you to bringing you to let like I'm trying to work up a good quality motto or whatever, like bringing you the legends you never heard of and the ones you haven't heard of yet, and some you've forgotten, yeah. <laughs> and everything right. local, local somewhere. 
Because <laughs> I, yeah, I, that's how it started. It was I was just there's two or three people here in Louisville that's doing all the local bands, and I was like, you know what, I'll just do something local from somewhere else. And then I started writing other people, and other people started writing back, and I was well, just like Blaine and you know go by oh, yourself, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, which I never thought would. I've had the toadies on, but I never thought oh, they yeah. would have me back. <laughs> They did. Uh, yeah, they're they're from our neck of the woods. Well, yeah, from our hometown. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good shit, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. We, well, uh, we've been doing this for, like I said, for uh, sixteen years, and and uh, I've talked to so many. Me and Reverend both have talked to so many of our peers and just friends that are musicians, fellow artists that it's like uh you know you you don't really get much love or exposure in your hometown when you're gone all the time and uh that's cool <laughs> but we appreciate any any kind of people people wanting to hear from us is a badass so we love it seems it. like we just love what we do you know it it seems like i get the least the least support here in town <laughs> Here in my own in my own neighborhood, you know, yeah. it's like well, I yeah. go out other places and play, and I and you know, it's mu- always yeah. much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You talk to any artist, and they'll say pretty much the same thing, especially the ones that, that get out there and tour that see, see it all the time. Uh, you know, yeah, the hometown taking the grant takes it for granted after a while. You know, mm-hmm. so what you got to do is you got to make them miss you for a minute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> do you have a do you have a least favorite performance? Uh yeah, man. I had I had an experience a uh, time or two back in my drinking uh drinking days. Yeah, I don't uh my heavy drinking days. I <laughs> I uh me and Reverend playing a show and it was a long one. Uh, I think it was more like a three and a half hour show we were doing where we filled the whole night and uh you know we were drinking i was drinking he was drinking but i was drinking <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at some point i kind of just passed out on stage uh with my guitar on me and everything and uh didn't wake up for a minute and but did you stop playing it was I tell you what, it was at the very end of the night. I will say that, and the crowd was equally as drunk as I was. Uh, so that was a good thing. But yeah, uh, so Reverend's like, "Well, I guess he's done. I'm done too. I'm gonna go to the bar and keep drinking." And then uh, he was over at the bar having a conversation with some friends, and I was still up on stage with my guitar strapped on me. And uh, all of a sudden, my arm moved, and I strummed the guitar and the PA and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, "What in the hell?" Yeah, and I, uh, you know that was a yeah. There you go. That's a, I, you may have passed out, but you still play. Real, oh yeah, real proud of that moment. <laughs> there's a, there's a bunch of those. So I'm just gonna give you that one for now. <laughs> All right. Got another story you'd like to share before we uh, before I bring up Yeehaw Entertainment? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, shit. Uh, let's see. Oh, hell. Uh, 
ghost stories are always good, right? We got a ghost story from Ohio, uh, a venue that we played uh, one time. Uh, it's not there anymore. I just found out a couple of days ago that they tore it down. I'm kind of bummed to hear it, but it was a place up in uh, in Kent, Ohio, that we used to play, and it was it's definitely haunted. Uh, and we went in there. It was, it was kind of a metal joint. And we went in there and played a couple of shows. And Reverend was in the bathroom and got a little tap on the shoulder. Only no one was there. Kept playing. Uh, at the end of the night, we were packing up and uh, got real quiet. We were all sitting at the bar, and the bar owner tells us that it's haunted. And then a, a figure walks across where the stage was, and all of us kind of seen it out of the corner of our eyes, scared the shit out of us. Anyway, so uh went on to the our buddy's house after after that, and uh turns out his house was haunted too. So we had some more ghost encounters over there and shit flying through the living room. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we got a bunch of those kind of stories, uh and shit like that. Uh, drunken stories, I could probably keep you on here for about a week and a half. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. We'll go with the ghost story for now. <laughs> Did you ever play Bobby Mackey's club? No, man, no. Uh, drove past it and seen it on TV. It's haunted. Oh, yeah. I believe that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had a couple of those experiences. Uh, I had one gig harbor, uh, or actually Tacoma, that was uh, first, supposedly the first mo- uh, unwed mother's home in the eastern or the western states, I think. Uh, and it was definitely haunted. And they were trying to put us up in the building that night, and we said, hell no, chained it up and left, got a hotel room. <laughs> so there was some weird shit going on in that place. <laughs> well, you guys have Yeehaw Entertainment going yeah. on. Is that still going? You want to plug that in? Yeah, man. Uh, we got the. Uh, we've been incorporated since 2013, uh, and uh, we we do. Uh, you know, we use our our businesses. Uh, we we make merchandise for ourselves. We do hats and patches, and among other things. But we have some. Some bands, some friends of ours that are in the bands that we help out too, and we make their merch for them too. And uh, we've got a, a studio where we've laid down a couple of uh, albums for some other friends of ours. Uh, so we've kind of, you know, put all that stuff together. And plus, the uh, the band is the actual business. So uh, we we've been doing this for professionally for 16 years. Uh, we play our first show October 14th-ish, I believe, in 2005. The uh, first album came out. So we uh, got incorporated and, and got a tax ID number and all that shit. Right on. And you have a tour coming, a, a mini fest tour, something coming up? Yeah, uh, we... I, it says tour. We like to call it a run because for us a tour is usually more than thirty days. Uh, right. This this is like ten days, but it's going to be 
killer ship, man. We're uh, we're excited about it. We've got Mark Rizzo uh, with us, rolling with us, and from uh, Soulfly and Phil Nino. Uh, he uh, he's a solid guy, and we've become buddies. Uh, uh, back in April, we did a Texas tour, which we'd never done before. So that was get, uh, getting to do that with him was pretty cool, and uh, we hit it off. Hit it off real well, and and uh, our, uh, got together on the booking and, and got this one going. I think there might be some future stuff too coming up that we've got ten dates on this one, and we're kind of going uh, east a little bit, uh, just making a kind of loop around back back this way, and uh, you know, we kick it off here in Lakewood, Colorado, at uh at the Antero Hall uh, on Thursday, the 17th. There's five bands on that deal. It's a metal show. It's going to be pretty rad. Good shit. And then we cruise over to our buddy's place in uh, in Wichita, Kansas, on the 18th at the Elbow Room. Uh, that's one of our spots we, we love to play. Uh, that's a good one. The sound in there is killer and uh, just a good spot. And then we got some new places that we're doing um, that we haven't been to before uh, as far as venue-wise. We hit uh, the Hull Avenue Tavern, uh, I believe it's uh, the 19th, and that's in Des Moines, Iowa. So that, that should be a good one there. And I just got Fort Madison on the 20th at uh, Lisa's place. Is the name of the bar there, Fort Madison, Iowa. It's right on the border. So got that one locked in. Um, we're we're possibly going to have a date in that on that Monday uh, in Illinois for the 21st, and then 22nd we've got the Twisted Folk Saloon in Pekin, Illinois, and then the 23rd we uh, we're in West West. Chicago, at the WC Social Club. So those are some new spots for us we're stoked about. And then we hit the, the Looney Den in Bradley on the 24th, which is our buddy Nick uh, Huffman's spot, and Mark Rizzo's been there, and uh, that's a really good place. So we're stoked for that one. Then we got the 25th at Odd Bodies in Dayton, Ohio. And then uh, it's pronounced Brew, Brew Fountain. And it's Bell Fountain, Ohio, and that's how they say it it's over there. So those that's uh, we got a lot of friends in that area, so we're excited to get over there. Uh, that's one of our regular spots we hit, so that should be a good time always. And then we we end out Emerson Theater on the 27th in Indianapolis, and uh, yeah, man, we're excited for that. Then I think Rizzo is a uh, Heading back home, and then we we're going to cruise on back to Colorado, and we've got a uh, a show where it's just playing uh, at the Canyon Grill in Horse Tooth Reservoir, Fort Collins, Colorado, on the third of July. So that's part of the tour, but uh, that's that's where we're we're going to be after the Indianapolis show, show. So anybody in the Fort Collins, Loveland. Uh, Colorado area coming back through if you missed the, the first show we've got the 
got one for us on the third. So, and then we've got a whole bunch of more uh, stuff in the works for the for uh, working on July, August, and uh, we've got some dates in September and October already going. So, the dick is is spreading around as much as we can do. We're going to be getting out there to get everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the dick is spreading around. Well, I'll just go. Just to get back at it and get out there and see everybody, man. It's uh, been a weird couple of years. So we're looking forward to it, man. Well, I'm going to plug in a friend of mine's band who was actually sharing a stage with you at the Emerson and Indy. Be right. sure to be sure to see Skipping Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. We're going to see all the bands, man. That's how we roll. We show up and we watch. We get there, load in, and we see every band. That's how we, we learn. That's how I do it, too, man. Yeah. I, I try my best to, anyway. Diamond, Diamond and Benny were hardcore about that, man. We learned that at a young, young fucking age, man. So, yeah. Much, much love and respect to all the bands, always. So, we're stoked to see everybody on, uh, on this tour. So, Indianapolis should be cool, man. I, I've already seen a couple of posts, uh, some different bands that are playing that are excited about it too. So that should be a good end right there for the tour. I'm, I'm happy about that. You got anything you want to plug in before we wrap this up? Oh uh, yeah, man. Uh, just, uh, just be on the lookout for the future dates and, uh, we're going to be updating all our, our sites and everything as we go along here, too. And uh, we, we, we're we working on getting some more uh, merchandise on our online stores. It's taking a little longer because we've gotten uh, some stuff going on. But we will we have merch on, on the tour and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, man, uh, Thursday night, Lakewood, Colorado kicks it off at Antero Hall. Uh, and we go all the dates are on the, the flyer and on our pages, Mark Rizzo and mine and, and Reverend's page, uh, the Fritz and Johnson and the Whiskey Dick page as well. And we have uh, 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 God Size Booking uh, is going to be posting all their stuff on, on their end on for it too. So we're excited about all of it, man. It's just uh just happy to get out there and do this, what we do. So, Hell yeah. We see, see a bunch of people out uh, and, you know, everybody stays safe out there and taking care of each other. Another kick and show gone down. Nothing but these empty bottles around We're packing up and rolling on Trying to find me a wife for a night Keeping my buddies from a bar fight It's 4 a.m. and we're finally getting paid Looks like we'll live one more day Here we got to hold on we feel that this rain is about to stop And we're living on a pile of dreams Yeah, we got to hold on to what we got We feel that this rain is about to stop And we're living on a pile of dreams 
Communists use before they use candles to light up their homes. Electricity. That is all our time we have for now. Thank you for listening to Undergroundopolis. Remember, we do this every Wednesday night, bringing you new and exciting artists every week. Be sure to hit up their websites and social media and stream or download their music. If you like this show, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, any streaming platform, and leave us a review as well. I'm your host, Rob Lyon, signing off. <laughs>